0: The week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That's a nice little theme song. Oh my god. Okay. That was uh, very reminiscent of the Jeffersons. Yeah. Yeah. I kinda like that. That was name. nice. That was a nice little one.
1: Oh, It was.
0: It was good. Wow.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. It's another week.
0: But it's been a good a good week. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Can't complain. Come on now. How was your week?
0: My week has been good. It's been uh, revealing. But <laughs> well, it's just been good. It has been what? really good.
1: Why are you laughing?
0: Well, because I said, you know, it's been revealing to say the least, uh-huh. but it's been good. That's why I was laughing because uh-huh. it has been a growing experience for me this week. Huge growing yeah. experience for me this week. So, No,
1: that's good. That's what you want.
0: Mm-hmm. Ain't no need to complain here, child. I know that's right.
1: Well, my week was good. Uh, all of the kids were here, so
0: <laughs> right.
1: That's how that went. Right. And it just had us a good old time. So.
0: You know, I'm so grateful for the little ones because my niece, she just keeps me cracking up. And me
1: too. They you- just make me <laughs> so happy. Like True. it's. I came home from work like. Oh my god you're still here <laughs> i love you <laughs> but no it's they're just great mm-hmm. and to see them like growing and you know every time you see them it's they're bigger they're older and it's like oh my gosh and it happens so fast
0: yeah like i'm
1: just i'm grateful for it i'm grateful for it
0: my niece she's so funny she'll be on her ipad playing her game and as soon as she sees me pick pick up my phone first thing she does mm-hmm. is she's just like Oh, uncle, what you playing? And I'm like, honey, I'm not playing anything. I'm looking at emails. Well, come on, I'm gonna read emails with you. I'd be like, girl, play your game. Okay,
1: (laughs) you is not girl. (laughs) Play
2: your game.
0: She be busting me up with that. What you doing, uncle? I'm like, I'm I'm trying to get some work done, honey. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna watch you do work. I'd be like, no, Uh -uh. no, because you read way too well, right? Yeah no (laughs) thank you
1: way too well Uh, no
0: thank you i don't need you read nothing and being like "Who is no no uh uh-uh i'm gonna need you go ahead play that game
1: my nephew was like (laughs) when we were uh we went to belmont park and so he's reading there's a store down there called san diego and he goes san diego it's san diego (laughs) who did that who did that tt and was pissed off yeah they're just so grown Oh, you are five. Like, right. what are you mad about? Right. Why does that affect your day? Because it says Sunday <laughs> <ago>. <laughs> and be genuinely pissed. Why does it like, say that's that? That's not how it spelled. That's felt. not right. right. That's not right. Because it it? That's not right. T.T. is. I'll be like, oh, my God. But I love it.
0: Right. And has he gotten to the question stage yet?
1: Yes. Everything. Oh,
0: she. Oh, my goodness. I love that. She's so inquisitive. But literally, so last night we were watching um, uh, Monsters University, right? hmm Opening scene. She's like, <laughs> literally, like we didn't even get a good <laughs> minute into the movie. And she had asked me 10 questions. Uncle. Why are they so small, Uncle? What happened to them being in the factory, Uncle? What happened to the blue one, Uncle? And it was like one after the other after the other, and I'm like, oh my goodness, her brain works so watch fast, and I'm like, every image that came up, she was like, Uncle, what about this? And I'm like, I can't even answer them fast enough, like I can't keep Just up. The movie. <laughs> I have
1: to tell Isaiah, this is no talk, to- no talking. <laughs> this is quiet time. Watch the movie and play with a toy. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. The funny thing is, because I'll call her and I'll be like. You're not even watching this. She's like, yes, I am. She said, I'm doing just like you do, where you can be on your phone and watch something at the same time. And so then I just have to shut up. (laughs) Period. She got you paid. she did. (laughs) I was like, you know what? At least she paying attention. So you know what? Let me just. So then I found a good way. Oh, we started watching Little Mermaid first. Right. And then it got to the scene Mm -hmm. where Ariel goes in to see Ursula and it's those little weird looking thingies on the floor. I don't know what she calls them. I forget. But it's like the the mer people that she's turned into those thingies because they had like a deal with her that went sour, you know?
1: Oh, the um what are they called?
0: Yeah, it's it's like these little weird sea creature plant mixture thingies. Yeah. Those she saw that yeah. and like pulled the blanket over her head. And she's like, Uncle, this is scary. And I was like, Okay, well, let's put on something else. But she, she was good up until that point. She's like, Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing this foolishness. Let's, let's watch something else.
1: <laughs> I'm not dealing with the the evil, right. The spirits, the, she's the, like, the souls. Right, I don't uh-uh. want to <laughs> deal with souls
0: right
1: now. Okay, I'm a kid. I'm open up to all that stuff. I don't want to. Yeah.
0: She's <laughs> like, No, uh, uh-uh. uh. We gonna want something happy. So we watched Monster University, and she made it through. She was, she was good. And then literally, as the credits came on, I was like, Let's watch Incredibles. She's like, Okay. I put that on. I didn't even get the, the Blu-ray in and she was out. Done. She was like, nope. Nine nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, good. she be busting me up. Aw, oh, yes. It
1: was a good week. The babies always bring joy.
0: I was just about to say they it was do. Uncle Auntie week, huh?
1: So yeah, it was a good week. It I was.
0: Think. It was. It was. So yeah.
1: But uh yeah, let's get on into the next Hold
0: segment. Hold up though. Can and we cover uh, something before we move into the next segment? What's that? So this week, I did a deep dive into something, and I really want to bring it up to you just to see how you feel about this. Okay. So I really just took a couple of days to try to find all of the media I possibly could on the Monique situation. Okay? Okay. And I want you to hear why I did it. Okay, so I am of two minds about that situation. Do I believe that things were done wrong? Yes. But do I also believe it could have been handled differently? Yes. So the reason I mm-hmm. did a deep dive into it is because, and I know it happened a while ago, but I know every single time something comes up, she finds a way to mention it. And I'm going to be honest with you, in watching what she said, because a lot of the people that she had a beef with personally would be, you know, Oprah, who has done well, um, right. Tyler Perry, who has done well, uh-huh. regardless if you like his content or not, he, he's done well and he's doing right. good things. Uh, Lee Daniels, who's done well, Mm -hmm. and Will Packer, Mm -hmm. who's done well. Mm -hmm. And so, and honestly, watching her stuff, I believe that she is telling her truth,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: absolutely, from how she perceives it. And I also believe that um, they are telling their truth from how they perceive it. But Mm -hmm. do you think that this type of division that has been created in this situation because of how it has come to light is healthy for our community? And the reason I say that is because watching her, honestly, I got so disheartened from the things that she said, because those are people that I look up to. And there are other people that I look up to as well. But those are people that I looked up to that were just like, wow, regardless of if you like them or not, they have gotten to a place where they are recognizable, they are successful, and they're able to offer opportunities to people that look like us and people who don't look like us. To help us get further. And I was just really disheartened because I was just like, dang, you know, is it really the case that Hollywood just doesn't want people of color there? And honestly, I was just like, this is just so disheartening for somebody who had done so well to just be brought down like this. And then it's
1: easy, I think it's easy to pit um, each other against each other. And the reason I say that is because, you know, as a culture, not only talking about black people, but we are focusing on this situation and everybody involved in it is black. Right. So I feel like as a culture, sometimes we compete instead of just everybody being in their own lane and able to do the same things and doing it differently. Um, Because we were always were taught that we were taught to be competitive, like to be the best at everything that we do.
0: You know, I'm just going to say this. There's no more to be said about that because literally, I'm. Uh, uh, Shake it like a salt
2: shaker. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> oh. Oh, I was trying to catch it, but I drooled a little bit.
2: Sure. Okay. the no,
0: the reason uh, is because that's what came into me is just I looked at the situation and <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh my I goodness. Go. I can't let
0: it go. <laughs> it, it was you a big drop so too. Big? I tried so I tried so hard. <laughs> oh,
1: It was a spat.
0: Uh, It's one of those times (laughs) when you're laughing and you try to stop from laughing, but you're in the middle (laughs) of that moment where you you can't get anything back. It's
2: too late. It's too late. It's just too late. It's taking over. It's just
1: too late. Oh, man. That gave me real tears.
0: Man. Oh. But I was going to say is that was what I realized was that is that (laughs) she was saying, you know, It's creating division in the community, but she didn't realize that the way she went about it is what created the division is because, yeah, yeah, I understand telling the truth. And
1: again, like I told you, it should, I really feel like that should have been a private conversation, period. Like, I understand you want to you feel like you were um, put on blast publicly. So you want to address it publicly. And I get it. And sometimes you can no longer reach those people. Right. Because they don't cut you off. That's right. So you feel like your only outlet is social media. But here is the issue with that. You are showing these uh, younger kids and younger generations, you know, when you have a conflict, if I can't get to you, I'm going to go on social media and have a fit. Right. And it's just, I get it. Your feelings are valid. Your mm-hmm. your um the fact that you feel hurt and used that is all valid and cool. Talk to your therapist, sweetie. Talk <laughs> to your best friends. <laughs> you, know? And you know, talk to people who love and support you. Because right. now you have now what you've done, thinking that you were doing something to shed some light on something, has made a mockery out of yourself. So now people are talking about your credibility. Mm-hmm. What? Your
0: credit <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna let it slide because I knew what you meant.: Your
1: credit stability right. Okay. Your credit stability, right? That, <laughs> but all of that is on the line now. Right. Like everything because you've decided to act out of emotions mm-hmm. and, and and put it like it's on the internet forever.
0: It is all of it It's out on there. The,
1: don't matter if you delete it. It's on the dark web.
0: Right. I mean, everybody and everybody's been (laughs) talking about. And yeah. And it's it's all going to
1: be there. And so now you have these younger generations who didn't know you as a queen of comedy coming up thinking that you're just crazy. Right. And you're Oprah's enemy or you're you're Tyler Perry's enemy. Right. You know, so. And you know what else I don't like about this situation? Well, it's not even this situation, but it's kind of the condescending tone that Moni carried throughout the whole thing oh. when you're the bro and sis thing like whenever she and and i love you as a brother and all of that right she
0: always says my but brother
1: and my sister this way yeah but you're acting this way no 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 no. don't acknowledge them as that because i know what you're trying to do but the way that you're relaying the message it's coming on very mm-mm, shade right and the, and the problem right now that we have as a culture is that we're not united and we don't look at each other as brothers and sisters. So for you to, to use that when you're trying to reprimand your brother or sister publicly, that's not that's not cool.
0: Right. And that was the not. thing that she mentioned so often, you know, and this is one of the issues that I have. And she has her right to use it. But, you know, she's saying that it's creating division among the black community but she's constantly saying, you know, the n-word. This, mm. you know, this n and, and this n and, and I'm just like, you know, and she and she made it very clear. She said somebody once said that the industry knows that one one black person won't do another. And she didn't say black person, she actually mm-hmm. used the n-word.
1: But she's right though.
0: See, but it's I don't even think it's that. And from hearing it from everybody else's perspective, I watched uh, John Murray's video where he you know, he was addressing some things. And the way he put it, I completely understood. And that is what opened up my eyes to the bigger picture of it was that, okay? I understand that she felt hurt and this and that and the other. And I even understand like I understand both sides. Okay, yeah. She was not originally contracted to go overseas and do international marketing for Precious. And she chose not to do that. And I get that. And I get that as her manager, her husband, you know, asked, was there any more money? But then when more stuff started coming out where it seemed like they were just trying to get money, I'm just like, "Okay, yeah, it does kind of seem weird the way you're going about it. It's just messy. And yes, there is a way to tell the truth. But it doesn't have to be attacking. And to me, and sitting back, yeah, I could see that she's hurt, which is why she's saying these things, but it came off very attacking, like, oh, this is still slavery. And that was the thing to me that really messed me up is because she was making it seem like all these people were still operating in a slave mentality. And I'm just like, no, okay, I don't believe that it's that way. Right. I don't believe, yeah, I believe that there's inequality, but I don't believe that people are specifically... Saying, no, we're going to keep these people oppressed. We're going to keep those people oppressed. Because if so, we wouldn't have had films like Black Panther. Because yeah. we wouldn't have. Because at the end of the day, Disney did it. And Disney's really it's... big on being inclusive. I'm not saying that all of them all together. I'm not saying that there aren't some out there. Mm-hmm. Because we all, it's just like saying that there aren't any racist people in America. We know it's a lie. Just saying, like there aren't any racist people in London. It'd be a lie.
1: I really, I really think it's one of those things that it's there, it's blatant, it's out there, and we don't address it. And there are people who don't see it, you know. And so, so let me backtrack a little bit. But my one of our really good friends made a post, and he said he can't stand people who act like act like racism doesn't exist. Like we know that it's here, right? And there are people who are so uh, caught up in, in life that they don't even recognize it because they're so into, you know, what's going on with them or whatever. They don't even recognize it sometimes when people are because they're just so, like, it's become so common and it's a norm. A norm. So with that, in the music industry and the film industry and all that, I, I, it's definitely present. It's definitely there at the end of the day. Out of all the movies that come out in this world in a year's time, there are definitely way more all Caucasian films than there are all black or all Asian or all that. So with that being said, I don't necessarily feel like it's a racism thing, but a, the fact that there the people with the money are backing what they want.
0: And you know what? They're
1: backing what they support. <clears throat>
0: This is the thing that really opened my eyes after watching that whole thing. I saw an interview with Trevor Noah that came out a while ago with this girl, Tommy Lauren. And then Trevor Noah, who took over for Stephen Colbert, mm-hmm. he said something that was really, really, really powerful. He goes, Is it really that people are racist and they're choosing to ignore it? Or is that
2: Tommy they is don't? Racist.
0: Huh?
1: Tommy
0: is racist. Well, she is. okay. We're, we're not addressing her specifically, but I'm addressing what he said in regards to the situation. He goes, is it that they're racist or is it, and that they're ignoring it? Or is it that they don't recognize it? And he goes, and let me explain why. He goes, I had a friend that, and he says, we need to treat it more like a disease, racism, more like a disease than just something that's happening. And he goes, this is why. I had a friend. Who was racist. And he goes, and the reason is is because if you have a family member that's an alcoholic, mm-hmm. and somebody asks you, Hey, are they alcoholic? You say, Yeah, and I'm helping them. Trevor Noah goes, That's the same way I look at racism, racism. You know, you have a racist friend, yeah, but I'm helping them. He said, Because I have one of my best friends, he said, was racist. And he would say certain things, and I'd be like, Whoa, that's racist. And he said, and my friend in love would be like, I don't understand how that's racist. And he said, when right. I would explain it to him, then he would go, Oh wow, okay, I see that. And he said it wasn't so right. much that he was being racist. He said what it was was that he didn't That's recognize he it only because that was the norm. It. And what he For was saying him. is is that because and it's not that people are saying, "Okay, you know what? I hate this group of people," but because the norm is seeing so many films be all white casts, we accept that as a norm. And so then when it comes time to change that, people are uncomfortable like, "Okay, well why are we changing it? What's wrong with that?" Aren't there more white people in the world than there are are. colored people? And so it's not that everybody is racist. Now, there are some people, we know this, who are blatantly Mm -hmm. racist. No, I think that my culture is better than yours, period. That's what they believe. Mm -hmm. And when you ask them for the facts, it's small, petty things, in my opinion, which I'm entitled to, just like they are. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. it is, I think for majority of people, it's just a shift of going, oh, I never looked at it like, okay. Yeah, we're Absolutely. doing an Asian film, but we have all white people in the cast and two Asian people. And it's based on samurais. Most people never saw the issue with that because they're just like, the business people are like, we need to get people in the seats because we just spent a hundred million dollars. So yeah, we need to mm-hmm. make that back. How can we put people in the seats? Okay, we'll put Ben Affleck in it. We'll put Samuel L. Jackson in it. We'll put all these people who have nothing whatsoever to do with Asian culture in this movie mm-hmm. to get them to come watch it because those names will draw. So That's I understand right. the business side of it, but Him saying that helped me understand the broader picture of it. And it was an interesting thing that I was just pondering in my head that I wanted to talk to you about to see how you felt about it.
1: Yeah, I just feel like um, it's just, again, a conversation that should be had amongst those people. And that's it. When you bring in a third party as big as social media, sometimes your words get twisted. Sometimes the way you say things get Get taken out of context when if you were having a conversation with that person one on one and they actually know you and they know your mannerisms, it could be a whole nother thing. But when you have 50,000 people saying, oh, she was being shady. Oh, she was doing this. Oh, she was dragging Oprah.
0: but That's because she was.
1: But I I understand. (laughs) I'm just saying I'm just saying in a in a general. Right. Right. Not specifically this situation, but in general, when you choose to use that as your outlet, you have to understand that there are some people who don't understand who you are as a person. People right. who, who don't know me could take the way that I say things to you and to and Jazz and Tony and Nico very, like, she is so mean to our friends. Like the way that she talks to them, she is mean. But you guys know how I talk and you know that. Right. What I'm saying is out of love, but when you have fifty thousand people commenting on what you said and how you said it, it's going to make the other party think, "Hmm, well, maybe she was throwing shade, or hmm, well, maybe she was not saying it out of love, and maybe she would." You get what I'm saying? Right. So that's why I just really feel like at the end of the day, she should have had this conversation one-on-one with them. I agree. Versus with social media, and this is it. Mm. Okay. And it does divide. I, I do think that it adds a, another divide in our culture. It has. So that's that on that. Period. Mm hmm. So we are going to move on to our next segment. Yes. And it is Help Me Fix My Life. You got to help me fix my life. Come on, won't y'all help me? Fix my life Colin, and Trina Go help me Fix my life
2: Colin, Trina Help me fix my life Help me
0: yes. fix my life <laughs> You could have kept that M part going I was grooving to that That was a nice little <laughs> remix I like that one. Oh.
1: That's it for today.
0: Okay, all right. You bringing that help me fix my life game right on back up. Okay, that's great. I feel
1: like it's time though. I feel like it's time though (laughs) to pick one. (laughs) We need a theme song, (laughs) and we need this.
0: Well, then you know what that means, right? What? That means that you're gonna have to record three of them and just let the, the the voters choose which one they like the best. I like the last week yeah, you've I done, did. not including last week, because you didn't have week. <laughs> oh,
1: I did. I had scar <laughs> A bad my. Life.
0: Oh Yeah. <laughs>
1: Let's get into it.
0: Let's get into it. I'm just going to go ahead and read it. I know to, this week is my week, and I ain't trying to have nobody be shady <laughs> or monique what I was like saying. Shady. I was being
1: very <laughs> direct. Let's be very clear. But it was Uh, shady. Very direct.
0: No, you took what I did out of context and tried to make it seem like I was doing something shady. That's what happens when you post things on social media.
1: (laughs) I didn't post it on social media. I said it to your face right here, right now. Right then. Exactly. Right
0: then and right
1: there. Right. There you go. (laughs) You know what I mean.
0: Right. All right. Here we go. Hey, guys. So I have been dating my girlfriend for about four years now. The relationship is great, and I love her more than ever. I'm thinking of taking the next step and asking her to move in with me. But there's only one problem. Oh. (laughs) She's married. (laughs) Why did you start it like that? (laughs) Because I I, I read it, and I was like... <laughs> okay. Okay. Sheesh. I wanna stop because I just I'm I'm gonna go I when I was reading this, okay? I read the first part and I'm like, oh okay, cool. That just put a dead <laughs>
1: i'm sorry but y'all Carl and all this stuttering. he can't get it out he lost for words
0: yeah because i mean i'm thinking like oh okay let's see what it is this
1: week yeah yeah,
0: that's what that's the part that kind of caught me off guard because i'm like how is that your girlfriend yeah (laughs) all right let's go okay um yeah all right so i'm just gonna go back Okay. Hey,
2: guys. (laughs) 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 Okay.
0: Uh, See, this is, I need to, you know what? That ain't nobody's fault but my own. That's what I get. Because I should have read this. <laughs> I should have read it before instead of trying to keep my honest reactions for the show. Because when my honest reaction is shock, <laughs> there's no way to hide it. So, um, yeah, oh, I'm, I mean, four years. And uh, wow. Okay. Anyway. Okay. <clears throat> hey, guys. Um, so I have been dating my girlfriend for about four years now. The relationship is great. And I love her more than ever. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: you gotta stop laughing. You gotta stop laughing. Even if you don't, I'm not. I'm not gonna make it through. <laughs> okay, okay. Mm. okay. Okay. The professionals, Carl's kicking in now. I'm. J- I'm just gonna go with it. Mm. Uh, I'm thinking of taking the. <clears throat> well, I'm just you- gonna say. I'm just going to say this. I think this is the law in all of the United States, but you can't be married to two people at once. So
1: That's not true.
0: Unless, uh, no, you, you cannot be married true? to two people at once.
1: Yes, you can.
0: In the United States. Yep. That's why so many people say I can't get remarried until I get divorced. Yeah. In California, you can't do it.
1: You can in Amish country.
0: Yes, but does that actually have a legal document? No.
1: I believe they're a republic. They're their own republic. I believe so. I don't know. I could be making that up, but they have <laughs> multiple wives. I, <laughs> and, do. I,
0: and I do. And I understand the show like Sister Wives and all of that where there are certain religions where they believe in having more than one wife. Yes, I get that. But I don't know if that actually is like a legal one. I think you're only allowed to legally be able to have one. And you know what? That's something that I'm going to research. But let me just let me just finish the story. Let me just keep reading. Okay, because I'm getting hot. I, I know. You and me both because I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking of taking the next step and asking her to move in with me. But there's only one problem. She's married. Mm-hmm. Right. And been unhappily so married going on 10 years. Okay.
1: Oh, unhappily married. All
0: right. Her husband doesn't even acknowledge her presence. Nor does he even ask her what she's doing or where she's at when she's with me. I'm ready to tell her to leave him. So I'm ready to tell her to leave him so that we can officially start our lives together. I'm scared, though. I um, in. I'm, I'm not laughing at the situation. I'm just I, my heart goes out to this person. Because, just go ahead. Yeah. I'm scared, though. Whenever I bring up her marriage, she gets angry and defensive. She always says that it's not a good time or. He wants to work on things, or we're in therapy. We
2: gotta take. gotta take a break. I gotta take a break.
0: Let me just, I'm just going to finish it. Here we go. I don't think she's being totally honest with me, but I don't want to upset her because I don't know what I would do if I lost her. What should I do guys? I'm just ready to be with my girl long term.
1: No, no, no.
0: The side piece. I, my, I, oh my goodness. My heart goes out to you and I want to be clear. The reason I was laughing was honestly just due to my complete shock of it. And you all couldn't see my face, which is what sent Trina in. And I continued laughing because everybody knows once she starts laughing and you get that infectious laughter, it's hard to stop. And then honestly, I was just shocked when I read We're In Therapy. Because, I, I mean, I honestly don't even know where to begin
2: she hit you. She with hit this. you
1: with the... We're in therapy.
0: She's been married for 10 years. Y'all been together for four. So out of the 10 years, she ain't even been faithful for the last four. <laughs> I mean, and he ignores her completely and he doesn't ask From where what she's what at. what she says. Exactly. Based on what she says.
1: you don't know what goes on in that oh, phone. This is you don't know if it's muted. Right. You don't know if that person is blocked while they're with you. Exactly. You, you on don't do not know disturbed.
0: what right. is
1: happening
0: and i this this is i think where i'm shocked well no not even shocked because i've been in a place where some things are going horribly wrong and affecting me in a negative way and i can't see them in that light yet because i'm too wrapped up in it to see it clearly and so this is just coming from my perspective outside because you even wrote in capital letters like you were Girl, long term. I mean, I. She's not
2: your girl. I I was just
0: going to say, I don't know any other way to to put it. If I own a car and I've owned that car for 10 years, and just because I park it on the side of the street and I leave the keys in it running and I go inside my house and it's out there, that doesn't give you the right to get in it and take it for four years and call it yours. No, you still stole it. That's still not your property. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that she is property. Don't get me wrong. I was just using. You know, a metaphor Examples. to, to yes. better understand this situation, because that is, you know, and just the simple fact of that you're okay with continuing this relationship on, it. she won't even address her marriage to you. You say every time, I mean, you literally say you're scared to ask her about it because she is going to say it's not a good time. He wants okay, to work she, and on you things. You
1: don't want her to get angry. And
0: ther- yeah, and we're in therapy. What about you? Right, you've been doing this for four years, strong.
1: And I know y'all sleeping together.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then you got her going home to someone else and God knows what they doing.
0: Right. Right. So... I do want to say, side note, I'm impressed that this has gone on for four years.
1: So, side piece, for real. Uh, let's talk about it. Because yeah. I am... <clears throat> I am just as shocked, as girl. That's why I could not stop laughing. Yeah, and, and if you guys could have seen his face, it's hilarious. But but I'm shocked at the fact that you're okay with being number two. Because here's here's my thought process on everything. You know, I feel like you no, know, I'm
0: angry for you. I am.
1: Well, well, here here's my thought process, and let me say why. Because sometimes. I know that we settle for mm-hmm. things because we feel like it's all we got. And when I think of that, it it kind of uh, turns me to look at you about how much you really respect and love yourself. Right. Um, so it really bothers me that you're okay with it because at the end of the day, you deserve just as much she does to be out in public Holding hands with your significant other and going to sleep with your significant other and having this life invested in each other um, just as much as she does. And why is it okay for her to do that with the person that she's married to? um, But you guys are claiming each other and you aren't.
0: No, he's claiming her. We don't know what she's doing outside of getting angry for him asking questions.
1: Well, this is true. He or she.
0: Right, right. Because it doesn't say. So that, that was my assumption. My bad. You're right.
1: But uh, I just feel like there needs to be some internal work done because, you know, it's not okay. Four years with someone who is with someone else, it's not okay.
0: That's a long time. Four years that's is a college time. education.
1: That's Four years is, is most people's relationship.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: and that's their long relationship okay let's talk about it so uh man
0: my uh, heart really is just like i'm so conflicted on this because there's so many things in here that i'm just like huh i definitely
1: feel like at this point after four years there needs to be an ultimatum of of some sort because if she's genuinely well i feel like this if she's genuinely with you because of you and wants to be with you and is not happy with her marriage, there has to be a point where she breaks that off.
0: Right, but this is the other thing. Using ultimatums, in my opinion, I think are a way to force somebody to do something and I don't think we should ever want to be in the position to force somebody. When I say
1: ultimatum, I'm talking about you need to make a decision. Do you want to be with me or not? That's the ultimatum. I'm not talking about you know, but it's been four years and First of all, why are you okay with that person possibly not even knowing anything about you and thinking that their marriage is great? And you're contributing to harm for that person, and that person's never done anything to you.
0: Yeah. And that's the other side of it. Why are you because okay think with about it? this. Think about this. What's going to happen if, okay, so she finally divorces the other person, right? You guys mm-hmm. get together after four years mm-hmm. of going through this you know, long situation. And then you get Uh six years in, which is another two years from now. And now she Uh has somebody else. And then the same thing happens. Which she probably
1: will. Which she probably will. And
0: again, not putting that on you because I hope this situation turns out for the best for you. The same way
1: you go into a relationship is usually how it ends. And that's just honest. Right. So if you don't go into that thing, honest and, and wanting the best, because usually when that's the case, Those people are working towards like fixing it. If there's issues or whatever, they work for it because this is what they want. That's right. But if you go into that thing, cheating on this person with that person and usually, I mean, you went into it negatively, period.
0: Well, this and this is the other thing, because we don't have all of it. We don't know if it was revealed to him up front. If she said, hey, I'm married and we're getting ready to get out of it. We're about to get divorced. Do you know what I mean?
1: Well, the only success story I know. From a side piece is Alicia Keys
0: and Swiss Beats.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs>
2: <laughs> this girl is on fire. <laughs>
0: oh, I, you know, that th- this is so tough. And then I just hope that there's not children involved. You know, I, I, uh, this is, it's well, just, that's really tough. Well, they didn't say anything tough.
1: about kids. And I think that that would add another element. So, exactly. I do they're, probably isn't. I hope not. Because I think they would have said, but uh, my head hurt.
0: I mean, and this is the thing, you're scared. And, and you wrote, I'm scared though. Whenever I bring up her marriage, she gets angry and defensive. So you recognize, and uh-huh. let me just say this. That
1: should be a sign for you.
0: Right. Because people get defensive in one of two positions and people get angry in one of two positions, either when they're being attacked And in this situation, I can understand how she would feel attacked or when they are hiding something, because when you tell the truth, then Hmm. somebody comes at you and they're attacking you. Then you're just like, Hey, but no, this is really what happened. I really went to Walmart. I really bought this t-shirt from Walmart. Okay. What do you want me to do that? There's not any more there. That's the truth. I don't know what more you want from me. But if you're saying every time she mentions it, she gets angry. It's just like, okay, well, why are you getting angry? If you don't care for the person anymore, you wouldn't get angry. And if you weren't hiding something, you wouldn't get angry.
1: Yep.
0: If you really wanted to be with me and you really wanted to be here in this relationship, then you would take the necessary steps.
1: Yeah. There needs to be a conversation and an ultimatum to me. That's the time that I'm giving ultimatums, period. I, um, I'm giving you that. Well,
0: the thing is, is this, at the end of the day, why give somebody else an ultimatum when, and no offense, side piece, no offense at all, when you can't even make up your mind, you're willing to go through a situation like this. So how can you give somebody else an ultimatum?
1: This is true.
0: It's very simple. If you want to be with this person, then what you need to do, scared or not, you need to push through that fear and you need to say, Listen here. I have been doing this for four years now. I have been patient. I have been kind. I have been loving. I have been supportive. However, every single time I come to you and I try to mention this situation, you either get angry with me or you get defensive. And the lines you keep throwing out to me are, it's not a good time. Okay, after four years, when is it going to be a good time? He wants to work on things. Okay, after four years, you still willing to work on things with him? And then we're in therapy. Okay, so all the signals that you're sending to me based on the responses that you're giving to me, or this is not a priority. So this is where I stand now. If I am not a priority for you anymore, then I need to move on so that I can live with somebody who's going to make me a priority and wants to be with me. But I'm not going to keep getting strung along. You have to get to a point within yourself where you can say that. Yeah. So it's pointless for me to be giving ultimatums to somebody else when you can't even say, you know what? I want to get out of this or I want to stay in this because you got to commit. So if you want to stay in it, then you go ahead and propose and see what that's going to be. If you want to get out of it, then you need to mention those things I just said. That's just what I'm saying.
1: I just feel like in those situations when you already kind of know, just based off of, because you wouldn't have those feelings mm-hmm. if uh, you didn't already kind of know. So I would. This is just me. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a test you. That's immature of me, but I'm not, so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Let's go then. Me, Let's go. Me
1: or the high road. <laughs> me or them. Me or them.
0: Because all the signs are saying me. it's not a good time. That means it's I'm not, not dealing you. with this right now. <laughs> he wants to work no, on all things. The
1: signs are, all the signs mm-hmm. are saying it ain't you. Right. It was never you. So, mm. because I guarantee you, if you said, you know what, I this is no longer serving me, I'm out of the picture, give her a few months later, she's going to go to the bar and meet somebody new. I'm just saying. Wow. Somebody that's willing to deal with it. And that's just how I view it. So mm. that is that on that. I hope that you are able to get some resolve with that side piece because um that's a, a rough situation to, you know. It doing. is. And you're
0: worth more than that. And you need to love yourself more than being somebody's second choice.
1: Yeah. Second choice. If you ain't first, you're last. And you don't need to be last.
0: I need you to stop quoting that because that is not true. We just had a conversation. <laughs> it is. No, it's not. It's we true. just had a conversation about that in the black community. <laughs> I don't have to get ahead of you or do you wrong to get ahead. No, that means if you're not listen, first you know, in your life. That's line, not true. This less, is what I believe. Period. I believe the finish line is big enough for all for of us sure to get across, less. period. But in this situation, what right. I think is the differentiator is the fact of that somebody is indirectly telling you. How you feel is not valid.
1: You're not first. No, it's not even being considered.
0: That's my thing. From what I'm reading, that person's not even being considered because if you have the goal to tell me it's not a good time, he wants to work on things, and we're in therapy, nowhere were you mentioned, my dear breaker. So therefore, that's saying that you're not even being considered. That's the issue that I'm picking up for me. And I understand where you're coming from, Trina. I completely get that, but I'm just saying from my way.
1: And the, if you're not first, you're last,
0: there's only two of (laughs) y'all. So
1: if you aren't first, you're
0: last. Take either opinion that works best for you. That's all I can say.
1: You're last.
0: (laughs) And that is that. You're messy. I want to move on. You don't even believe that. And you know it. You don't even believe that.
1: I I said out of these two, yes, there's only two of them. Him or him or her. So, if you are first, if you're not the one that they're considering first, you're last. You're in last place, and that's it. So that okay. So let's open this back up. Actually, then with does the- work. No, no, yeah, no, no. I, don't yeah, no, no, I would
0: up. do this. I would. Oh, do no, Forty-five <laughs> minutes.
1: All right. So we are gonna move on to the next segment, and <laughs> hey, you know what time it is.
2: It's tea time. It's
0: tea time, yeah.
1: My phone died, so soundboard is
0: off. <laughs> That's all right. And I had some new.
1: You know what I'm trying to say?
0: I do. You have some I new sounds new- for today that I'm glad you can't use. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad <laughs> because there's been enough giggling in inappropriate places. Whatever. <laughs> Let-
1: okay, uh, let's get into this first thing in tea time, <laughs> then- Centoya Brown. We are so proud of her. If you did not know who she is, I'm gonna give you a little backstory. Mm-hmm. She was 16 years old. She was sold to this man, and mm-hmm. he used her as a little sex what sex worker? Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, he was her pimp, mm-hmm. and uh, she killed him. And so she was sentenced to life in prison, and she's gotten
0: pardoned. That's right, finally.
1: And she was released on the previous Wednesday. And uh, we are just so happy with, you know, the the um, judge and the ruling that they came about. Um, So she's out with her husband. She got married while she was in jail Mm -hmm. um, to a hip hop gospel rapper. Okay, And uh, so she's out. Out here with her boo thing. And she put out a book, I believe, too, that kind of talks about it all. But, yeah, we're just really happy for her.
0: And um, in no it's way, be
1: traumatic, you know? Yeah.
0: And no way are we condoning murder. And I understand if your life is in danger, absolutely. Oh, I completely no, get
1: that. It. Yeah, I'm condoning it if, if, if my life is in danger. I'm killing right. you. And that's just that.
0: And I when might I said, not be yeah. able to
1: live with it, but I'm, I'm killing
0: you. But in this case where there was a situation that was going on with her that was yeah. just wrong on many different levels. Yeah. We don't, I mean, I don't know the full story of what eventually caused her to kill him, but I am glad that in this case that somebody who was being done wrong and was locked up in a situation. Because
1: she was saving herself. Yeah, saving I mean, her life. Imagine, you know? imagine what would happen if she kept you know, going out there and ran into the wrong person. Right. And they decided to beat her and do all kind of like, you just, you know, but people are sick.
0: They, and people can be, I agree. So, and speaking so, of, you know, sexual assault and trafficking, Jeffrey Epstein this past yeah. weekend was found mm-hmm. in his cell, even though he was on yep. suicide watch after attempting mm-hmm. before he was found dead mm-hmm. in his cell. And I'm not a conspiracy and they're theorist. Saying
1: it's a su- they're saying it's a suicide.
0: Yeah, they're saying yeah. it's a suicide. I, it, that is, um, I don't condone suicide at all. And I think it's an unfortunate situation that mm-hmm. he committed suicide. But I honestly believe that for him, that he felt that was the best thing suicide. because he didn't want to have to say a lot of the stuff that he knew he was going to have to answer for.
1: Yeah. I don't know if he really
0: My question is is this I, you how know. did he even hang himself? Was it like I, I mean I don't want to know the details, but I'm just thinking like you're on suicide watch, which means that somebody in the prison is supposed to be watching you at all times.
1: Yeah, and they usually are. Um, but uh the prison system is very crooked. A lot of a lot of uh correction officers turn a blind eye, turn their head, walk out when they know something is happening because they're paid off or whatever. It's like all that stuff we see on TV. Like it really does happen. It's that They're very crooked inside of those walls. So I don't know what happened. Right. I don't know if he really did.
0: They haven't released a lot of details really, as of our recording. I don't know right. if they
1: really found him that way. I don't know if, t- you know, somebody did it. Somebody killed him. I don't know. Uh, what he did was wrong.
0: Oh, on several accounts.
1: And why he was... Why he was in there was justified.
0: I don't, my the reason I'm saying this because I don't like to see a human life, regardless of it being a horrible person or not, be taken. He took his own, though. He he took his own.
1: Well, what they're saying,
0: right, is he took his own. We don't know. That's correct. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, because again, like you said, if they're on suicide watch, usually they're in a room where there's there's nothing, there's nothing that, that can, you
0: can use. That's correct. You know, and he nothing, was in a rich prison. Let's not get this confused with this being like a hood prison somewhere that doesn't have the funding. This man was a billionaire. So he was, you know, in the prisons that Martha Stewart went to where, you know, they're, they're treated a little differently. They call those white collar prisons. They're very different from what you all are thinking. <laughs> Which is because uh, yeah. when we think of prisons, we think of you know like you in that metal cell and you know uh-uh, and you bunked up with four people and all this. No, they 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 got the good places, so therefore they are being watched very well. So I'm just interested to know how that came about.
1: Exactly. Mm. So
0: anyway, though, ciao.
1: Yeah. Oh, I also wanted to say <gasps> happy belated birthday, yes, to our beautiful. Dear sister, Whitney, Whitney, Whitney Houston, our auntie.
0: Yes, auntie Whitney. Whitney. we miss you so much. We love
1: you. We miss you. I mean, like she, like, it's crazy because during that time when music was good, (laughs) not saying music isn't good now, but I mean, (laughs) it actually touched your soul. Uh You know, it was real rhythm and blues. It was real, you know, soul music. Um,
0: See, we called them the one takers,
1: you know, she opened her mouth and it was done
0: period,
1: you know, and um, it's, it's like, it's sad because on days like that, when it's her birthday or when, when it's surrounding their death or, and this goes for anybody who's mm-hmm. done that, I just really feel like a different, like a shift. It feels so different in the world on those days because it's like a a genuine entity is being missed, right. like, and you can feel it. That's right. And like there's a weight, and it's uh, yeah. So that day was kind of uh, hard for me because I really loved me some Whitney. Mm-hmm. Even when she was cracked out, Whitney, she was funny as I don't know what. She was always true to who she was.
0: The only time I ever got sad when I saw her is when she attempted to sing and she couldn't because she was so dried out from the drugs. Yeah, that's that's yeah. when I would that feel was towards hurt, the end, exactly, yeah. and pain because you know it's just like that beautiful gift. And she was coming back though. She had been, you know, mm-hmm. working on coming back, which is what made it that much more painful is to see her in this comeback story where it was actually coming. I was like, oh, OK. Oh, oh. H- here we go. Yeah. All right. And then just to see it gone was was hard.
1: But we love you, Whitney. We miss you. We do. Tremendously. So we are going to move on to the next thing in Tea Time. Now, let me tell you all about as they call him Uncle Joe.
0: Yes, they do
1: and his comments okay so it's just very blatant now uh you know how some people feel and uh we've already known that but but joe thought he was being slick he tried to fix it but he made a comment And saying that poor kids are just as smart as white kids. Right. And then he uh, quickly tried to change the sentence that poor kids can do just as well as rich kids. Right. Um, But, you know, what he meant is what he said. (laughs) (laughs) Like, don't try to sugarcoat it and change it up now. What you meant is what you said. And that just kind of uh, gives you an idea, though, where a lot of these. Older white politicians think of how the world is set up.
0: I, you know, and let me just say this: I don't believe that Joe Biden is um, racist. I don't at all, and I do believe that I don't what think he's he said, racist.
1: I think he still rubs elbows with a lot of people who have a certain lingo and a certain way that. And they at the talk end of the day, let's just be real races, about this. And that's what it and is.
0: When Joe Biden was growing up, most of the rich people were white. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, this goes back to that comment that I said from Trevor Noah. It's just his perspective. So it was a Freudian slip. Even though, yeah, we know that nowadays there are many people coming up through the ranks, but and you know, there's plenty of Caucasians and other races that are poor. Yeah. And there's plenty of them that are rich. But I think in his there neighborhood, are more, there yeah. are
1: more Caucasian families on food stamps than any other. Yet that is still, true. They like to categorize the minorities. As this using is true. Up all the free funds. and that
0: is a fact. That is a fact from the United States government that they must release every year.
1: So, uh, but again, it's like this. And I can't say nothing to nobody because black folks, when we have conversations about other races, we say the things that we say. Mexicans, they say the things that they say and Caucasians say the things that they say. And when you get around certain types of people, you engage in conversations a certain way. So if I'm having a conversation with a Caucasian person, I'm not going to say some of the things that I will say with my homegirl, Keisha. Like, I just I'm not going to because we have a different lingo, dialect. Sometimes the things that we say might come off differently. I mean, that's just how it is. So, again, like you said, it was a Freudian slip. He was having conversations about this prior mm-hmm. or with somebody else. And he said what he said.
0: Yeah. And that's that. That's unfortunate. I really wish But you can't
1: hold it against, I I, I don't hold things like that against
0: somebody. I don't either. Okay. And I wish that people would stop focusing on it. And this is the crazy part to me is because they're willing to focus on Joe Biden saying that, who is not the president. Mm. But they overlook (laughs) the fact that the president says stuff like that and it's not racist.
1: And also will not acknowledge still that we have terrorists in our white terrorists in our country. He will not say it. He would rather blame it on the guns. Well,
0: let me give you one better. There was a report that came out. I saw it on a TYT where somebody had leaked that the only way they were able to get funding for dealing with white supremacy terrorism in the United States is they had to change the wording to include black extremist terrorism and Muslim extreme terrorism in order to be able to get funding to look after the white supremacist terrorism, domestic terrorism in the United States to get the funding for it. That's crazy because the White House would not approve it because they still refuse. And this is the Department of Justice saying, no, this is a genuine threat and it continues to get worse. We need to do this. And the person who leaked the information is a conservative. And it's just like, okay, yeah, I get that these other groups might be a problem, but we also have to like pay attention. This is my job. And you're telling me that for me to do my job, I have to shift the facts around so that you can give us the money to do our job because we don't want to see anybody harmed, no matter who it is.
1: No, because it just can't be them. It has to be inclusive.
0: Which is absolute insanity. When you see that there has been no black extreme terrorist in the United States.
1: Well, they say the uh, San Bernardino that, uh,
0: shooting. San Bernardino at- shooting at the school?
1: Yeah, when the dad went up Cons- there.
0: How? Okay. Uh, well, firstly, let's speak on the facts of that because at that time, I worked for the San Bernardino Unified School District. That was not an act of terrorism. What that was, and I can speak because we received all the information, the job that I used to do at that time, Mm. afforded me the opportunity to be able to get all the information that I needed to be able to make the right decisions for the safety Mm. on our campus and working with the other people who were above me. And the job that I held allowed me to deal directly with the people at the district, as well as the dean, as well as the principals, all of them, and being in on these meetings. So no, that situation specifically was a husband and wife were having a, um, a horrible time. And she Cassidy. had made the decision to leave. He didn't come in and start randomly shooting people. He walked into her classroom and began to shoot at her. Unfortunately, there was a child that was near her who also was injured as well as some others because he was trying to kill her. He didn't go in and say, I'm going to blow up this whole place because of her. Terrorism right. is saying specifically, I am going to get rid of these people. because I
1: understand. I'm just saying what they say. Exactly.
0: So I think a lot of people don't have the facts on that. Because a lot of people talked about. This black man goes in and starts shooting up at school. No that black man went there specifically to kill his wife. That was it. Which is why she was the only one that died. Uh, okay don't. No I'm sorry. The child did also die. He, he did take a bullet. Yeah. And that child did not survive unfortunately. Mm. The wife didn't survive unfortunately. And the killer shot himself. So the three people that died were one child who was near the, the, the wife, the wife and the husband who came in, who was the shooter. Mm-hmm. So yes, that is a terrible incident, but terrorism is specifically targeting people you don't know because or you of. don't like for whatever reason. And because it's multiple of. people mm-hmm. who were just randomly chosen based on a specific thing, yeah. not one person. Mm-hmm. Because if that's the case, then how come um, the guy, what's the guy's name? Uh, George Zimmerman why isn't he considered a terrorist? Why was he let go? Wow. Because again, he wow. killed one person. He went after that one black person and killed him. The cops who wow. killed Eric Garner, why are they not considered terrorists? They're not. Wow. Hmm. Wow. I'm just saying, so let's not get confused with that and let's, let's stick with the facts. And I thank God that I was able to be in a place where I was able to hear the facts directly from the people who knew the facts instead of going right. off of, the news covering it for the day it happens because they need to get ratings and then never going back to actually get the full information, which is what happens all the time. To cover it.
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: Anyway, I want to talk about something fun. Can we talk about something fun?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So remember a while ago, you mentioned wanting to go to Palm Springs for something. Yeah. What? It was for the Taco Bell Hotel.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I saw a video on that, right? What? The Taco Bell Hotel. No, I saw a video on some people who went to the Taco Bell Hotel. Okay. You're not missing nothing, honey. They were super excited it about it. They're like, oh my God, our keys are the... Okay, let me just stop doing that, okay? Because, yeah, they talked like that. <laughs> no, I don't, I'm, I'm not saying it to mock anybody. I'm not saying yes it to mock anybody. Was. No, that was, that was wrong of me. God, was
1: brilliant. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, let me catch myself. And for those of you who don't know, I I am openly gay, so I wasn't making fun of anybody. So let me just correct myself. But they were like, oh, my God, we have. (laughs)
1: Stop.
0: And you know what? No, let me just call myself out because we believe in being transparent. I've said it time and time again. I still have my own biases that I have to check myself on. (laughs) And that's one of them. So you know what? I apologize. I'm still, I'm still working on it. Exactly. I'm still making myself better. And you know what? I'm grateful that I'm able to catch myself and and check myself on it. Because before I would have just done it and kept moving about it and be like, no, I wasn't being shady at all. Because in my mind, I wasn't being.
1: I wasn't. Exactly.
0: So, you know, I'm glad I'm able to stop myself and check myself in those moments because I need to be about what I preach about. Period. But yeah, no, like they were just showing. I mean, the only, yeah, they have like special menu items. But I think knowing you, (laughs) you'd have been really disappointed because from what they showed, It's like a 14 minute video, you know, and it was a normal hotel that they they plastered up some Taco Bell stuff around the room. And don't get me wrong. It's still cute. It's like modern and cute, but it's just like. But you get free.
1: It's free room service and free all of that. It was free. Huh. The food.
0: Well, I don't remember them covering that. So I'll have to see if there are any more videos that pop up. But I I saw it and it made me think of you. And I was like, oh, Trina wanted to do that. So I just wanted to watch it, see what it was. (laughs) I like food. Right. And then I got one more for you that I think you're going to find funny. So let's talk about the Brazilian Mission Impossible. So, you know, I could not stop laughing at this story. There's a Brazilian man. This is his second time now he's tried to break out of prison. The first time...
1: (laughs) Yes, I seen this. <laughs> he put on a fake yeah.
2: face like it's time. Hold on, hold on, hold
0: up, <laughs> yeah. Okay, never in my life would I have thought I would have seen a scene out of Mission Impossible. Now, when I tell y'all, he went the full route. Let me explain. So he had tried to break and he had tried to break out of prison once before, and he went through the sewer. So like, he, this man is serious about not being. <laughs> He's serious about not I'm being present.
1: I'm your background
0: music. <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> I can't with you. So
1: I was going the whole I time. I know you music. were, and that's
0: why I was laughing. <laughs> so this dude gets a mask. I don't know. I haven't gotten all the details yet, and they don't even know all the details of how masks. he smuggled the mask in. The
1: daughter came to visit him,
0: so she brought the mask.
1: So the daughter came to visit him. And they were having a regular visit and he went to the restroom and got dressed up like her and then tried to leave out as her. <laughs> she was still there. Wow. In the prison. See,
0: that's crazy. Though and the, what's even crazier about it is because the only reason they busted him is because they just said she seemed anxious and suspicious. So if he would have been able to act better, he would have got away with it. And they admitted to that. <laughs> That's crazy, but <laughs> what's even crazier is because I'm watching the video.
1: Did you see the mask, though? It was I did. horrible.
0: Well, the mask, actually, no, it wasn't that bad from far away because when they showed the picture on the um, surveillance I didn't see camera. No I did
1: on him, though.
0: Oh, okay, because I saw him fully decked out. And with the picture on the surveillance camera. I've seen
1: him taking off everything and then taking off the mask.
0: Now, yes. Now, once he took off the wig, it did look weird. But if you're looking at a surveillance camera and you just see a girl, that mask was on point. And then when he finally, like, took off everything and then you saw him pull yeah. off the mask, I was like, yeah, now you can tell. And then, but I was like, wow, that, okay, he really went out. You gotta no. give him an A for effort.
1: <laughs> I want to out scene. He
0: he was like, no. I want to
1: be out.
0: <laughs> I mean, he had it down. I'm like, this is straight Mission Impossible stuff. Okay. And you know, it it, it made me chuckle. Wow. I'm telling, he got an A for effort for me. I'm like, this bruh serious? No, it was
1: funny. He's like, and then when he took the mask off, I was like, whoa.
0: exactly. Because it was such a <laughs> exactly. Because you're just like, whoa. Yeah. But I thought that was fun, so I want to talk. So about he
1: must that. be he must be real short.
0: He is. They actually in his name in prison is Shorty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's this the truth.
1: That's what they call his him. His prisoner. His nickname is
0: Shorty. Is Shorty but <laughs> no, his nickname is. It is. Goodness. Oh, all right.
1: Man. Oh gosh, that's funny. But we're we just gonna go into our self care mm-hmm. segment for this week.
0: Let us do it. And you know what? I am feeling led to just address, I help me fix my life. And there was something that we said in that, that, um, I think deserves a little bit more diving into. And the reason is because, you know, I don't blame the breaker for being in the situation that he's in right now or she's in right now. Right. And this is the reason why is because for the baby boomers, which is the generation before Generation X, which I think we're technically classified in. I don't know. We I get confused all the time. I don't know if we're Gen X or Millennials or whatever it is.
1: We're Millennials.
0: Well, yeah. So, but well, you're not. I don't know, and that's the thing is I'm. I've seen it's so from eighty
1: four. It's eighty four to um two thousand whatever. So I'm yeah,
0: wondering. but then I've seen one that says from eighty one to. Do you know what I mean? And so yeah, they're all not. over the place. So if I'm Gen X, I'll. But take you're that. not. Then that's fine. I don't you're mind. Gen- X. Like, I don't care what I am, to tell you the truth, as far I'm as- I'm just
1: telling you, you're not a millennial. Right,
0: okay, good. Well, it's like for baby <laughs> boomers, and this is something, I was watching Um, Bill Mayer, and Bill Mayer said this, he goes, um, you know, all these millennials, all they do is cry, you know, and he made a comment where he was like, you know, why don't you just pick yourself up, go to work, do what you're supposed to do, and move on with your life. And that was the mindset of that generation, the baby boomers, that was them. They believed in yeah. getting a job, you know, working in the system. And that's living the American dream. Gen X's, exactly. we became the generation of music where entertainment really started to take off. And so for us, it was there's many Gen X's who are strong creatively. And you saw that pop up out of our generation with people such as Aaliyah and the Backstreet Boys and, you know, NSYNC and, and Britney Spears and, and SWV and all of this you know, Mm. amazing music. And that's where hip hop was birthed. And so ours was, you know, entertainment in that vein. And then the millennials, you get, you know, the Kim Kardashians and you get the technology, which allows the social media Mm -hmm. movement. And that's where Justin Bieber comes from. So it became about the social media personalities. And so, Mm. so many people say to this millennials, you're not special like you're just like everybody else. We pamper the millennials. And then even some millennials go on to say, well, I'm not that way. It's the liberals. And so from all over the place, you're just getting bombarded with messages of you need to do this. You need to be more this way. You need to be like this. You should do this. You're not this. And you're not. And you are, and you are, and you're constantly bombarded with things that just make you look left and then right and then up and then down. So let me just say this to you, because it's a conversation I genuinely had with myself yesterday. You should not give two shits Ooh. about what anybody outside of you feels about you. And when I say that, let me hmm. explain it, because somebody else's opinion of you is none of your business and none of your concern. Hmm. And let me just tell you, because
1: mind the business that pays you.
0: come on now. And I say that because if we get caught up in listening to all this stuff, then that's how we get in these situations, because we don't feel good enough. We don't feel that we're special. We don't feel that we're unique. And you know what? I'm tired of people saying that. If you weren't special, how come there's not somebody that thinks the exact same way as you run around on the planet? Find them for me. You mean to tell me out of 7.5 billion people living on this planet, none of us are exactly the same, that I'm not special? You can kiss my royal black ass. Oh. And I'm going to say it just like that. Excuse me for all of you who have your children in the rooms, but this is something I felt passionate about because we devalue humans so much. Because of our own personal frustrations and instead of checking ourselves Mm -hmm. and watching how we're treating someone else, we just go ahead and flip our mouths off and say a whole bunch of unnecessary stuff, not taking into consideration the other person's feelings and the energy we're putting off on them. Mm That's why I mentioned the Monique thing earlier, because, yeah, I know she feels attacked and she may feel from her perspective she was done wrong. But what she's not doing is she's not recognizing somebody else's dream that she's ruining by attacking these people that somebody else looked up to or. Ruining the dream of somebody else because she's putting out all the negativity about, oh, they don't want black people. Oh, they don't this or they don't that or they don't that. You know what? That may be your truth, honey. But let me just tell you like this. If it ain't been done before, it's because I'm supposed to do it. Mm -hmm. So, yes, that makes me special.
1: You know, you also have to understand, too, that there's a lot of doors that are closed to you, but there are a lot of them that are open. Right. And for somebody else, those same doors are not open that are open for you. So, again, this is about being truly authentic to yourself, knowing who you are, staying in your lane, doing what you were created to do and staying true to who you are versus you trying to live up to the expectations of other people. That's right. Because you will fail every Every time. time. You will fail. You will fail. And it's just, it's proven. It's a proven fact. We've all lived through it. We've all experienced it. Daddy wanted us to be a a, a pro baseball player. And honey, honey, We was almost there and then we sprained our wrist and missed the playoff. Period. To get drafted.
0: Whatever. And now you have no self-worth and no self-value and you can't figure out what you're going to do. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So um, really what Carl is saying is true. At this point in your life, you have to understand who you are and why you are here. And then living in that. Period. And not trying to live in somebody else's because you know it, it. it's easy on social media to get caught up in what everybody else is doing you see all these people doing these sketches and stuff and you're like oh they're so funny i'm funny too i could do that mm-hmm. but that might not be your route baby come your now. route might be just to be a public speaker who just is very good at speaking but you're funny so people listen come to on you. now or it might be meant for you to have a podcast hello come on now <laughs> or it might be meant for you to be on tv come on now i don't know but the point is Just because somebody else is doing it doesn't mean that it's your thing. Now, I'm not saying don't go and try different things. Let's be clear. Get out there, try different things, experience different things, see what works for you. But if that's not working for you, don't try to force something that is not meant for you. Because you won't get some doors open, but they might not be what you want.
0: And you know what? Let me just say this. When we have this conversation, because it's not the first time we've had this conversation, but when we say it might not be for you, let's just give you an example, right? So let's just say I am not good with sewing. I can learn how to sew, but I know what works for me as far as fashion. what makes me look good. That may not work for everybody and that might not be commercially successful, mm-hmm. but I'm forcing myself to stay there because it's my look and this and that and the other. I don't have no discernible skills. And then I go to school and I get out and I'm sitting there trying to fight it because I'm just like, oh, well, you know what, this person, this, this person, that, this person, this person, this person, this person. However, what I understand about me is that I have a business mind. I've always had a business mind. I don't know why, but I do. I was given the gift of being able to look at the whole picture and find out the best route possible to get the job done correctly. And I've also had a great love for film and movies, and it may not be happening exactly how I expected it to happen, but it is still happening. That opportunities are being placed in front of me that is allowing me to go into what I'm truly called to do. And this is the reason why I don't get caught up in praise is because even in doing those jobs, people are like, oh my God, you're so good. You're so good. You're so good. You're so good. Because you know what? You can get caught up in that praise and then your ego kicks in. Well, I'm the shit. Mm. I'm the shit. An example of that, check out Monique. And I'm only using that is because that's what I've seen from the situation now. Her ego yep. has gotten so big where she like, look, my resume speaks for itself. I don't have to do nothing.
1: Cockiness versus confidence. And we,
0: and talk we have about talked that. about that as well. And you know what was said? That is the truth. Kindness will open we'll doors say. for you that <laughs> your resume could not.
1: Could never.
0: Because one thing is true and one thing will always be true. People may forget what you say, but they'll never forget how you made them feel.
1: Mm -hmm. Period. Period.
0: And that is my self-care. I'm done.
1: And that is that on that. We are done. We are finito. (laughs) Finish him. We've done it all. (laughs) It was perfect, wasn't
2: it?
0: It was good. (laughs) <laughs> that was good.
1: All right, guys, but that is it for today. It is. We love you and we mean it. Yes.
0: And remember this love, light, and positivity always.
1: Always.
0: Because people what? Remember how you make them feel. Feel. Let people experience something that makes them better from being in your presence when they leave you than feeling more negative in your presence when they leave you, huh?
1: All right, now.
0: <laughs> Come on here.
1: Took me a minute to get it, but I got
2: it. Okay. I'm just playing.
1: <laughs> oh, high five, Carl.
0: High <laughs> girl.
1: All right, you guys.
2: Bye. bye. What a-